Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 241. Yeah. Nothing more to add. No factoids, no factets, no information of any form whatsoever about that number. Because there's no Steve. Yeah. We saw him briefly. He's gone again. You don't want to see his briefs. Mm. Uh, on that note, let's move on. <laughs> um, this week we have Black Isle. And a Scotch Ale. You like me a Scotch Ale. Black Isle, the first Beer Bods Brewery. Really? Beer Bods Week One, Scott, uh, Yellow Hammer from Black Isle. Oh. Um, and we did have another of their beers later on, which I think was Red Kite. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, so this is our third appearance of Black Isle in the Beer Bods. The difficult third album, so to speak. Absolutely. <laughs> let's go with the, let's get the Scotch Ale open. Um, branding? Uh, well, I mean, fairly consistent with what we've seen before. Uh, do you like, do you like me a good fourth? Bo- I don't know. I wonder if we hadn't had another one there. Do you like me a, a good uh, bottle cap? That's a very nice bottle cap. <laughs> yeah. Um, They've got reasonably recognisable branding. Yeah. Um, they're a name that I'm, I guess I've seen around now for quite a good few it's, years. It's interesting. They're not. They're not trying to go for the, you know, the typical hipster tropes either. Are they? They are. No. Well, I mean, they're a but it's, brewery. But, it, but it's very far from uh, traditional. Well, what I think of traditional British beer branding as well. So. You know, I think they are modern traditional. Yeah. Well, I think that we've seen a lot of the, the regional brewers start to move to new branding that is kind of... It, it's, certain, it's kind of foot in both camps. It's meant to look a little bit more modern than some of the really old-style stuff that you see. Yeah, you still do see in supermarkets, but it's also appeal, appealing to the same audience that it always did. Yeah. This is um, dark. This is Scotch Ale. I mean, it is very dark. We are sat in a very dark corner. If you hold that up to the light, it's a little bit more uh, ruby. Mm, uh, maybe. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced I can see through it, but... Okay. That might, that might just be you, Roland. Yeah, it's maybe the result of a day of looking at screens. Um, Don't pretend you've been doing work. No, just looking at screens. Uh. <laughs> oh, literally looking at screens. Yes, mm. you have actually been doing yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Malty, definitely. Mm. It's very viscous. Scotch ales. Yeah. Do you want to talk Scotch ales then? You a big fan of Scotch ales? I don't mind me a Scotch ale. And it's, I know Scotch ales have kind of had a hard rep uh, in recent times because, you know, they were always considered uh, the beverage of choice for tramps. Because uh, not only did you get a significant amount of alcohol in there, you also got a significant number of calories as well. Um, <laughs> yes. However, you know, I'm I'm willing to look past that, and you know, I I I think it's an interesting style in its own right. Uh, I think it is one of those though, if you you either do or you don't like it, and I think you fall into the don't like them camp, if memory serves correct. Well, okay. Firstly, they're a mythical beer style which I'm a little bit unsure on. Um, and I, I think the, the, the results of that are very varied in what they actually are. Like, I've, I've tasted lots of different stuff that people have said is a Scotch ale when, they've, when I've bought it, 
mm. and it can turn up looking very different. Like if, if it's a porter or a stout, I've got a pretty good idea what I expect it to taste like. A Scotch ale is kind of like look what it's going to be like. You see, I expect from a Scotch, I expect a Scotch ale, uh, Scotch ale, Scotch ale to be, uh, <laughs> is that alcohol? Uh, to be um, sweetness driven, completely sweetness driven. I quite um, often find a lot, a number, a number of ones that are quite harsh in the booze. I find quite often alcohol flavours are quite prominent often. Well, again, a lot of that sweetness helps try and hide that. Uh, but, no, I mean, I don't think it's a, I think it's a mythical style. I think it's, a, it's very much a, it's a regional, a regional it's, thing. It doesn't no, it's a mythical style, though. Okay, so, incidentally, you need to go, anyone who hasn't read it uh, and is feeling like they want to know about Scotch Ale, Ron Pattinson's... Um, books on uh on scottish beer very thorough very interesting um very detailed however key features here so the story goes with scotch ale that scotland can't get hops because they're too far north um so they don't brew hoppy beer and they like dark beer and they like it uh quite um strong and malty and dark and, and that kind of thing um, nonsense. Basically, the, of, the, of the time that they're talking about, the beer they brewed, or like all the records say, 19th century, the beer they were brewing very, very similar to the beer that was brewed in mm. Northern Britain. Yeah, but let's let's. And talk. hops you could get just as easily. Like Britain was using hops from Europe at that point. You could get them in in Scotland just as easily as you could get them from anywhere else. Let's not forget though, this is not unusual in the beer industry for the brewers or the beer industry in general to create this thing that a certain type of drink is traditional or well, meant for a certain um, yeah. group of society because we've seen it with loads of other beer styles that have gone through phases where they've been incredibly popular and then just suddenly died off. Uh, Absolutely. So uh, what, all what you have got <laughs> is a style of beer that is naturally as a result of things but, but the reasons that people claim Oh, it was hard to get hold of hops, nonsense. You know, like, is it a style of beer? It's actually a style of beer that's been generated relatively recently. It's not... You know, they, they had hoppy beers in the, that mm. period. So there's some really hoppy, ridiculously hoppy beers in the 19th century. Um, the darkness thing is interesting. That Really interesting one. If you were a brewery, in like the north of England or somewhere at around the 19th century, <clears throat> then what you might do is you'd brew beer, and depending on where in the country you're shipping it, you'd add some colouring. Hmm. So you'd brew it pale, and if the area liked it pale, you'd send it pale, and if they were going to send it to an area where they liked dark beer, you'd put in a bit of, bit of caramel, make it look dark, and you'd ship it there. And they'd, just, they'd dose it up depending on what the area preferred. Hmm. So it's exactly the same beer, just with a bit of bit of colouring in it. No difference whatsoever in the malts. Well, it'd be interesting to see how many people you could fool with that as well. Because I remember reading um, fairly recently about a, uh, a thing to do with wine competitions and the way they're scored, and that basically someone uh, got a, a panel of renowned wine tasters 
um, to taste a series of wines uh, in varying intervals and then get them to score them and rank them. Mm. Uh, they were all in fact the exact same wine over a period uh, uh. se- selection of wines over a period of time and they scored them completely differently every time, time. they tried them uh, just to go yeah there's tasting for it's you it's called uh, BS on it I'm, I'm, I'll, try, I'll try and keep this uh, child friendly uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know I, I wonder how many people you could actually fool just by doing something like mm. that just because it's, it's interesting like, there's been a lot of research recently hasn't there into how uh, your your se- your sense of taste is not only linked just to, uh, you know, olfactory things like uh, you you know, you're using your other senses as yeah, well absolutely. to uh, to guide what you expect. So, yeah, full sensory experience impacts it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe they were just clever and cottoned onto it sooner than everyone else. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a well known thing to do. It it's, it shows you that stuff, that knowledge has been around a lot longer than we'd tend to give it credit for. Um, also, name-wise, so Scotch Ale, also called Wee Heavy, also called Shilling Ale. Shilling Ale because, as of the 20th, 19th century, most beer was named on price. So a, a more expensive, if it was a, a, a expensive beer, you, you wouldn't say it would have a special name for it. You would just say it was, like these days, I guess you'd call it like a £2 beer, a £1 beer, a 50 pence beer, you know, depending on how strong the beer was. You didn't get me a beer for fifty pence. Well, in this case, it would be well. it would be ridiculously low. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but that was the idea: is you name it based on how much it costs for a, uh, and the stronger the beer, the you know the the higher the higher the cost of it. Hell so me, that's I, why you call you it. Know, you know what the price is like where I'm from. Even I can't get, <laughs> even I can't get a pint for two quid. Yeah, that <laughs> is, I must admit that is maybe not the best ones, but um, and we heavy. So heavy literally means. Well, is is strong strong beer. We for those people who don't understand Scottish means a small amount thereof. So it's well, a, I'm glad it's nothing to do with uh, bladder. Yeah. Uh, so issues. we heavy cement was a small serving of a strong beer. So it's a fair, fairly open ended definition. Um, what did you actually think of the beer? Well, I I enjoyed it because my glass is empty. Uh, is there any more left in the bottle? I know, there's a little bit. There's what's a, the um, a, there is a dribble. What's six, the strength? Six point eight, I think. Uh, it said, yeah, six point eight. Very easy drinking for six point eight. Uh, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Uh, so, if you kind of went off the the kind of naming convention of the ninth century, I reckon this is kind of like strong mild. This is here yeah, to be drunk, yeah, low could, low hopping. You drink could it say, really you could say that. It's, it's not quite as. It's not quite as um, textural as a uh, as a mild. I think really? no. Okay. It's, it's a little. It's 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 not as heavy. If that makes sense, it's a little bit mm. lighter, lighter in body. But yeah. I can see I can see the similarities in terms of taste. Yeah, certainly. I think like yeah. profile wise, isn't it? It's, like, it's kind of it's moderately dark. There's no hops, really. Mm. I don't know if they've used any hops it's, at all in this, actually. There's I'm sure they've used a little bit. Uh, they uh, tend to use a little bit just to protect the preserve the beer. Light herbal hop, he says. Mm. Say it doesn't go into specifics, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, there's a little there's a little that hop flavour on the finish, but it's really very, very minimal. Mm. Um, no, yeah, it, it's uh, very easy. Yeah. Um, Which for a 6.8% beer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very dangerous. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. I could happily have another one of those. Um, oh, well, you know, I have a box at home. Uh, I will. You will have another uh, one of those. Well, not tonight. School mm. night. Uh, got to be responsible. Someone's got to come and work. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to go first? Shall I go first? No, we're gonna. Are we gonna? Yeah, let's get let's get, get round some, to let's get some, some scores because we could just scores carry, on the board. Carry on rambling. Uh, I said all I really need to say about it. I like it. I like Scott Jails though. Uh, it's very tasty. I'm gonna drink some more. I'll give it uh, eight and a half. Surprisingly, from my grumbly, I'm actually pretty, pretty close on this. Um, I actually quite like it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Scotch ales, mostly because of all that kind of ambiguity about what it's actually meant to be. As a traditional British-style beer, I think it's quite pleasant. It's very, it is surprisingly drinkable for its percentage. It hides its strength reasonably well. Just, just think of the Scotch ale. It feels thing. very. Just, just think of the British. Scotch ale thing as you know, it's, 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 it's there as a marketing thing. You know, it's like the Loch Ness monster. We all know it's not real, but you know, everyone still goes there. Uh, yeah, there I'm, is some I, of that. I'm, I'm sorry if I offended our, our Scottish listeners. Oh, oh, is uh, not going to be listening anymore. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I actually quite like it, and as a traditional British style beer, I think it's a, a good job, you know. Um, so I'm gonna go with eight. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure we'll go for another one, um, but. No, you've got to drive. So. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's probably the practicality. Of it, but yeah. yeah, it's a nice. Half a, a nice bottle beer. is more than enough for you. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think we should drink up and shut up. I've drunk up. You shut up. Mm. We're done.